Hi, and welcome to the Wellevate Life podcast. My name is Irina. And I'm Dr. Nas. And we're your hosts for the podcast. With this podcast, we'll be cutting through all the noise and bad information by having conversations with leading thinkers, cultural changers, and industry disruptors about shifting old paradigms and starting new conversations. Side by side, we'll be covering the topics that matter the most, from tried and tested ancestral practices to the best modern health hacks. We want to inspire you to elevate your mind, body, and soul to become the best version of you. We're excited to let you all know that today's session is proudly presented to you by Live Well with Nakheel, a new community well-being initiative by Nakheel Community Management. Live Well by Nakheel, a community initiative to bringing people together. How many times do we get a chance to speak to someone who can share a rags-to-riches story and of his breast cancer journey, during which he was crowned Mr. Dubai, became a model, fashion designer with his own label, and most importantly, he exuberates bravery and humbleness. We at Wellevate Life Podcast got that opportunity to speak with Maruf Azimov, a.k.a. Max Fardan, on his remarkable journey of the past, present, and his future dreams. Breast cancer has no gender. Good morning, and for the first time on Wellevate Life, uh, we are live with um, Max Fardan from Uzbekistan. Wow, that is very exotic for us. Max, welcome and good morning. And both Dr. Nas and I... I, I, I can definitely speak on both our behalf is we are uh, beyond excited today to have this conversation. And I can only say you are nothing less than a miracle. So good morning. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. First of all, good morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm happy to be here. Actually, I'm happy to talk to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm also really, really excited. <laughs> Uzbekistan, um, you you are, of course, originally from there, correct? Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I'm from Uzbekistan. Uh, I'm from capital, um, Tashkent, if, if I'm correct. Um, yeah, my, my country is like the most beautiful country in the world, not because of it's my country, because it's a very, very historical country. Because we had a Samarkand, Bukhara, it's under the uh, UNESCO, and it's like most historical buildings there. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, You're from absolutely here. Absolutely right. Uh, I've seen some things on National Geographic about Uzbekistan, and that again is nothing more, you know, nothing less than sorry, uh, a nature haven, and. Oh. Um, but I'm going to start with a very curious question that I have is Max Fardan is not a typical Uzbekistani name. Um, so is that no. your real name? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not my real name. My real name is Maruf Azimov. Uh, it's long story. If I long story short, I put this name, I put this logo when I'm in Dubai. Uh, first time about me, some newspaper, they wanted to post about me some news. I, uh, they, 
they wanted to put there my sickness and I said like if you want to put my sickness my family will know about that because on that time my my family they don't know about my sickness so uh, that's why I told them uh, uh, you can't well, you can't put my name and they said like okay then tell me some other name and I create this name yeah in my in my shop my when I'm working there in Dubai my boss he used to say uh, Max because he can't say Maruf because uh, it's not so easy name for him for pronounce it so that's why he he used to say Max Max Fardan Max uh, Max Rich <laughs> it was it was cool and I used this name to to social media as well because I don't want it to my family knows about my sickness that time uh nobody knows i didn't tell anyone so yeah that's why so max um or should i say maruf what do you prefer us uh to call you <laughs> actually actually um after after this accident actually this accident helped me even uh recognize myself uh create new new uh person person personality uh that's why it's okay right now it's in the social media and everywhere even i create my own brand max fardan so you can call me even max fardan so a lot of people are calling me max yeah max max fardan it's okay so i i think max maruf uh once again thanks for being with us today on wellevate life we are talking about a topic that not many people are even aware of um, and something that I personally heard, um, you know, many years ago, but you are definitely the first person. And I was talking to Dr. Na saying, as a doctor, has he come across any male breast cancer patients that he's worked with, um, you know, and he has, I guess, uh, right, Dr. Na's been exposed to people who've probably had this, but not really worked on male breast cancer. Yeah, I, 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 I'm struggling to think of someone, you know, a name, and, and it's certainly not been in recent past. I mean, what, what I tend to see far more commonly is sort of benign growth of uh, tissue, um, you know, uh, breast tissue, and, you know, mm -hmm. men will go and have it removed. Uh, uh, and, and I think that's a sort of part and parcel now of kind of a lot of environmental influences. A lot more males now are taking uh testosterone replacement so that's a, you know a consequence of that often uh, but no i mean i think if you look at the stats it's it's around one in a thousand men will develop breast cancer so yeah I, i'm surprised i haven't you know I, I have come across it but i it's definitely something i've not been actively involved in managing so max we will definitely get um into this uh, wonderful, miraculous story that you will be sharing with our listeners and with us. But when I briefly spoke to you, um, you know, you started from the beginning as a child. Can you walk us through your entire wonderful, beautiful 30 odd years oh. on this planet? So start from the beginning, because it's all connected with what I saw yeah. you know, and I heard. So please walk us through that. Uh, okay. Um, and and, and, me... and be careful because it might become a Hollywood movie or a bestseller oh, novel. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, 
my family is like every 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 single family here in Uzbekistan, like a normal classic family. I was happy child. Uh, yes, we were not very rich, but we're not even poor. We're like normal family, and like like all, all the families, my mom, my dad, they they loves me very very much, and they trying to make me happy every time. Uh, my childhood used to I I was I was starts uh, getting sick from three three years old. After that, slowly, slowly, it grows more and more until 17, 18 uh, uh, years old. I used to having different kind of sicknesses. So after that, I slowly uh, feeling better. And when I tw when I'm twenty four, um, actually, I diagnosed uh, with breast cancer stage two. Uh, before that, I I don't have any feelings, even pain or something, you know. And it's 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 a little crazy maybe, but when I have uh, I have in my left chest small uh, like lamp, I didn't even recognize it's it can be like like this things, and it was pain. It was not have even pain. It was little gr growing, uh, maybe around for five months even i didn't rec i didn't recognize like it can be like like this kind of things it, it's not uh, calling me even it's not calling even pain you know and uh, i feel okay but but it's annoying me you know this this things it's annoying me and after like two uh after four or five months starts feeling i start feeling something even more here kind of start maybe little pain or something and i go to hospital and i go to hospital uh, and i i start doing checkups and everything um they took a little bit uh, even until then they took biopsy and they send it to them and they said like don't worry a lot of people are having this kind of things we will gonna remove and everything will be okay i said okay after um after maybe one week, uh, I received call from hospital. They said that, um, Mr. Maruf, you have to come with your with your mom and dad. I said like, why? I, I'm not young young already. I can come alone. So like, okay, we need to talk to you. I said okay. Uh, I came and they said you have uh, you have cancer. <laughs> And stage stage two, uh, you supposed to came earlier, but uh, why you didn't came earlier? Maybe it will be easier. But they said we can't even do surgery because you had before that you had already a heart heart problem, heart attack. I I don't have any answer, and I don't know what to say even because <laughs> I, I, nobody expect. Uh, getting sick, this kind of sickness, you know. So, I, I, I don't know even what to say. I came back home, and until the morning, uh, next to our home, there is small like a uh, river. I go there and I sit there until the morning. What to do? I don't know. Even I just Google it. 
and I open uh, YouTube for watching what is the, what does it mean? I saw the sickness and I, I get slowly scared because because I understand it's like not not cool sickness, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, and yeah, I was I was a little shocked because uh, even they said we don't they they did a little bit more uh, checkups. And after they said, yeah, we cannot do surgery because you had a heart heart attack. Uh, we need to wait your heart stable. Uh, when your heart will be stable, we can do surgery. And yeah, they give me four to six year uh, life until that time. And they said we were gonna do we were gonna do um, chemotherapy and all this uh, radiotherapy and everything. But um, your family will gonna know if if we were gonna start uh, therapies. And I said, uh, I don't want you know in my country like very people are very simple and they are they are really curious. They they love every, of course all the countries they they love families right. But my my country is extra extra <laughs> love givers, so that's that's why that's why um, I don't want to tell my family, and I don't want it to make feeling uh, I'm sick or something because uh, I'm the only worker in my family. Uh, I have a two sisters, I have my mom, dad. And on that time, I have a two kids. I'm married. And I don't tell even my wife. Nobody knows. Nobody. My mom, dad, my sisters, my know my wife. And and I'm the only worker in my family. I need to. I need to. Make, I, I I wanted to make sure if something happened with me, I, uh, everything, every everything, and everyone will be okay. So of course, first of all, from the God, uh, I'm believer. So. Yeah, that's why I decided to do something and I decided to change the country for a little time. I told my family I, I'm going to go to somewhere and I'm going to work because in Dubai also people are making good money. So maybe I'm going to go to Dubai. I tried to start. I work maybe two, three years. I make money and I will come back. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. And Max, my... um, sorry to stop you because I, yeah. I think before we reach the point of when you come to Dubai and your your entire journey on on uh, treatments and curing breast cancer for you if I understood correctly when you were very young very little you had epilepsy um, yes attacks. I had epilepsy and you had yeah. a heart attack at the age of 17 yes so, Dr. Nas just to understand it is there any connection? Is this an indication that the body is telling you that it could be a probability of cancer? Or, you know, is this a signal our body tells us through? Because epilepsy at such a young age, at the age of 17, a heart attack, you know, that's yeah, very I mean, rare. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah, pretty individual history. Um, you know, without knowing any more facts around the situation, it's difficult to give sort of anything conclusive but you know one could speculate that you know having gone through two such major conditions at such a young age would indicate that 
there's been some significant stress on the body. Um, again, I don't know what medications were utilized for controlling the epilepsy. There may well be potential for side effects or interference and potentially increased risk of breast cancer. I don't know conclusively, but um, it's, it, it is a very interesting and, and individual history for sure at such a young age. So Max, um, with the epilepsy and the heart attack, were you taking any medications for that? Yes, for heart attack, I used to I used to take um, for making middle uh, for for working normal and for for making middle every time my heart. I used to take every different kind of medications, a lot of medications. Mm -hmm. uh, from valeriana, extract valeriana, and something, something, something. I don't remember everything because I stopped uh, taking it maybe like five, six years ago. And uh, for epilepsy, I, I used to take medicine benzenal. Mm -hmm. um, from age of four or three, I start, uh, I start having this, uh, this kind of sickness until 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 now i think yeah but uh age of like 21 22 i start i don't wanted to show my family my my epilepsy because i wanted to show them i'm okay so that's why when i getting started i used to run to toilet or somewhere to hide when i feel better i used to go go out so yeah, even even nighttime, sometimes when starting, I used to walk very, very like slowly to to bathroom or somewhere. And when I'm having uh, epilepsy, I I don't feel really good, of course, but it's okay. It's life, you know. Um, but I know already how to control it. I know already how to control this thing. So that's why uh, that's why I'm hiding it slowly going out when I feel much better yeah I start living like this maybe four years five years before this happened so yeah. Max I have never in my life sent so many virtual hugs while you're talking all I'm doing is sending you hugs and nothing <laughs> less than a miracle like like we said from the beginning um, oh thank you so, you know, you reached a point where you said, all right, you need to leave because you did not want to put pressure on the family. But, I, you know, I, I personally would love to know about your mindset. So was it the pressure, the social pressure, pressure as a male that men don't get breast cancer? What will people say? Or was it the pressure of or a combination of, oh my goodness, I don't want to be a burden on my family, or I, you know, I need, so what was, what was your mind going through? No, uh, actually, if my family will get to know about that, my father, first of all, he, he, he will gonna say, you're not gonna work nowhere, nowhere. you're gonna be sitting at home, you're gonna do the treatments, of course, and he will start working, he will gonna start work. And I know his uh, health. He's okay, alhamdulillah. He's good, but I can I can take chance he will gonna get sick, you know. And I have a two sisters. Um, she, the both of them they are already um, age of getting getting uh, married. So I I need to to help them. And in my country, it's a little 
little expensive to doing uh, wedding for for girls. So um, for a man also, for a guys also, it's not not cheap things. So that's why I want I, I wanted to make make sure at least if uh, I, you know, when I when I'm th when I'm in Dubai already, I'm thinking at least I'm gonna buy my one car for my father. He can uh, at least I will make at least God give me chance to make wedding for my one one of my sisters, uh, oldest one, and after my youngest sister she will gonna get married. My maybe until that time my father he will gonna work as a taxi driver if something happened with me, and and he can he can make wedding for my another sister. So uh, you know even car is very expensive on that time so that's why I, i wanted to buy at least one car for my father and and it's really really expensive uh, on that time people are people needs to work like years and years for me for for a buy for one one cheap car you know um so you're yeah. 24 you're 24 years old um you've been diagnosed of breast cancer, or should I say the cancer for chest for men? Um, yeah. And you're on your way to Dubai. I'm thinking, all right, I not only have to support the family, I also need to come up with a plan on how to treat and cure, uh, you know, so all these things and oh my goodness, and so much more. You board that flight with all the pressure from your family possibly saying, what are you doing? Why are you leaving? And lies after lies to protect them you reach Dubai and yeah and then what happens and then you know um this kind of actually I want to tell you this kind of sickness it's making you a little scared because because of me I don't want people who are gonna think about my sisters or my my family why uh, maybe the, he has a cancer maybe his family uh, issue. So that's why I don't want to tell them even. And I go to Dubai and I start... Sorry, Max. I, I have to say one thing. Again, I'm really sorry because there's just so much to add on. So as a yeah. background from India, it's a very typical thing uh, before people get this arranged marriage. You know, they ask, are there any diseases in the house? You know, diabetes, cholesterol, cancer... And you're absolutely right. They they decline. Dr. Nas, you won't believe it. The, the, it's declined because of that, because obviously if it's in the family, there is a possibility. Hmm. You know, um, it used to be a long, long time ago, Dr. Nas, that uh, on the American Cancer Foundation website, 95% is in the genes and 95%. And now, of course, it's become 5%. So mm. I think that has reflected a lot on many cultures and definitely Max coming from India, I've heard this over and over and over again. So, wow, <laughs> um, you know, I can relate to that. I can relate to that, yeah. yeah. That's, that's why uh, I, I, I decide completely, I have to change the country. I need to try something. Even something happened with me, I wanted to make sure my both both sister will gonna uh, will get married and everything will be okay at least i'm gonna do something uh for my kids for my future wife um uh, for my future for my kids and 
for all of them, for my family. Uh, and after I said, like, it's okay if something happened with me after. <laughs> so, yeah, I came to Dubai, I started looking for a job. And that time I don't speak any word in English. I'm sorry for my accent and for my problems in English. So I'm not perfect, you know, to it. It's, so a, it's a very, <laughs> I have to say, it's a very sexy accent, uh, Max. Oh, you know? thank you. So as a woman, yes, the look, the, you know, you've got it all, even the accent. Oh, so go for thank it. You. <laughs> thank you. And um, yeah, I started looking for a job and I found a job in the daytime as a salesman. And of course, it's not enough. So that's why I found a job in the nighttime as a security. And between these two jobs, uh, after my first work, maybe around six o'clock or seven o'clock, I finished my work. Uh, I I came back home. I was I was sleeping a little bit, like two or three hours, and I I woke up and I go to treatments. Um, like two o'clock in the night time, I came back after treatments. Uh, Three o'clock, my another uh, duty will start, and I go to another my job. <laughs> it was it was wow. it was cool actually. So, yeah, so Max, until, just to ask, so did, did you start your treatments in Dubai, or had you started it? In, yes, in you started in Dubai. Uh, I I started in Uzbekistan, but mm -hmm. I uh, transfer everything in to Dubai. Uh, first, I started in my country. I did it a little bit, and my doctor he helped me to uh, transfer everything to Dubai. So and after I continue, and were you having to pay for that in Dubai yourself? Yes, everything I did by myself, and yeah, it was not so easy. Actually, it was cool experience, crazy experience. Yes, but yeah, I was. I was a little upset sometimes first time when I go there, maybe like around four or five months, I, I lose a lot of kgs because because I, I'm not eating normal food. Mm -hmm. uh, I I start saving money to to for for my for my medicine and everything and I stop eating like normal food. Why? Because I start saving money for everything. And uh, uh, in the morning, I'm eat, uh, I used to eat a little bit, maybe bread and tea with the sugar because in my at my work it's free for free. So that's why I was drinking tea and bread in the daytime. I used to eat like you know, uh, there is some noodles with the with you will gonna put water and it will be soup kind of uh, for for. Uh, for lunch, I'm, I used to eat that one. And the dinner, again, bread and water, or it's tea with the sugar, a lot of sugar because it's for free. So, <laughs> yeah. And I used to live like this maybe around half year. After that, uh, maybe three, four months, even something like a little crazy happened. I, I go back home like a night or night time i go to treatments and after treatments i came back home it, it was two o'clock in the night and um i used to live in Deira. i don't know you know guys that area Deira, mm -hmm. and it's in dubai so uh, i used to live in um one room with the 10 people so 
uh, I need to pay my bill for 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 uh, for my uh, for apartment, and I don't have enough money, and because I send money back home and to my medicine, I use money a little bit, and I ask, uh, can I pay after two or three days? I'm gonna ask my boss, and he will gonna give me back after two three days. He said like, no, I'm sorry, you need to leave. I said like, okay. Tomorrow morning I'm gonna leave. He said, "No, you need to leave now because another uh, customer will come now." I said, "Okay," and I go out at two o'clock in the night with my luggage. <laughs> uh, I was I was positive, and even that time I said, "Like, hey, oh, come, oh, oh, come on, I'm gonna go to another job, and I'm, at least I'm not gonna pay rent, rent pay, <laughs> rent, uh, and I'm gonna just." I'm going to keep it my luggage in my another work. So I go to a uh, uh, bus station. And that time there is a bus station with the AC. It was so cool. <laughs> so I used to sit there and like three or four days, I don't have a um, apartment because I don't have money that time. So I used to sit there uh, first first day uh, i just sitting and when i'm sitting there uh, i'm thinking what i'm gonna do and front of me not front of me actually there is a signal bus signal so uh, one car stopped front of me it was bentley bentley continent yeah, it was the bentley one guy he's sitting like this inside the car and i said like okay one day i'm gonna sit like this inshallah even you know, even everything is bad. But I, I was, I was positive because I don't know inside me something. Everything will be okay. Uh, keep, keep saying it every time. So that's why I said like, maybe one day I'm gonna sit like this. When even I said expensive car, no, because I mean it because I felt it like, you know, I'm gonna do it, and I was. In my mind, I'm already not sick, and I did everything for my ki kids, for my sisters, uh, and I feel, you know, happy on that time. And you know, past like maybe seven years past, uh, after after maybe seven, seven and a half year, um, I stopped front of that uh, bus station in my car, and I'm sitting like this. And I saw in my right hand that same bus station, and I started crying. Uh, I started crying, and I remember every single word what I said. And I keep driving away, like, and it, it was it was my Bentley, own Bentley that time. So. Uh... <laughs> Max, I'm sorry, I'm choking and I am, uh, <laughs> this is uh, amazing, but sorry about that. Um, no, it's okay. I, I need to get that number of that person who threw you out of the apartment. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, yeah, sorry, Dr. Nas, over to you on this one. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, it's it's an amazing journey and, and all I keep hearing that keeps coming up is just a very uh, selfless person who despite what you were going through, which would devastate anyone, particularly in the circumstances of not being able to confide or share anything with any close family or, or friends. You were going through it by yourself, I, but you, you, you just persisted and were driven by 
you know, wanting to just provide for others. And uh, I mean, I think it's karma. You've got <laughs> what goes around comes around. You've got what you wanted. You were, you, you, you pursued your, your dream and uh, I think you've got what you deserve. With the goal of bringing communities together, Live Well with Nikhil is a new community well-being initiative where each month different well-being topics will be explored. Run by Nikhil Community Management, Live Well with Nikhil begins from where we live, bringing together communities and supporting a society that embraces happiness, a positive lifestyle and a high quality of life. Come to one of the events and hear the local, regional, and global healthcare and wellness experts meet fellow residents and experience a unique community atmosphere unlike any other. Yeah, thank you. I, I you know, I, I can't, I can't say anything about that person as well because I know how it's not so easy to work there and make money. So that's why I understand him as well. I can't say anything about uh, against him because. I understand him as well because he's trying his best to make money to send him his family because a lot of people, people are working there from Philippines, from India, from Pakistan, from different kind of world, from my country, from Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, Kazakhstan. A lot of people are working there. They wanted to make money to send their families. And I know I completely understand. So that's why I can't say anything against him as well. And, you know, um, I know how how crazy pain I have that time because because this medicines maybe and other than medicines my body's uh, trying to ex- accept all the medicines because of this and heat you know it's making more pain and you know I wanted to throw up every time it's like little crazy feelings. Uh, even my boss, he understand my uh, he understand me when when I when I used to work with uh, uh, with him. Uh, you know, even uh, after maybe half years, I start already my in my my own apartment, not bed space. My own apartment. I got my own apartment, small apartment, and I start living there. Uh, I still having like uh, my uh, treatments. Uh, one day I did like extra treatments. It was not uh, good. Uh, I did um, chemo and radiotherapy and one more something. And I I take my medicines. And when I came back home, I I feel really really bad. And even I can't remove. I can't like take. Like, you know, I can't take even any, anything. I can't handle even anything. I can't move my hand. I can't move my legs. I I lie down on the bed like that. Um, thank God. Uh, I just lie down on bed that time. In three days, I can move. I can drink water. I can do anything. Uh, third day, thank God, my auntie. On that time, I bring my auntie also kids because she don't have also family. Her husband, um, he died, and that's why I don't. I, I wanted to help her as well, so that's why I bring her there. Thank God, because of her, uh, she came to home and she saw me like that. And she she she's scared. And that time, I uh. 
I told her about my sickness and uh, she she cleaned my body and everything. Because three days I didn't go to even bathroom. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, Max, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, I didn't even drink some water or something. We and can stop. We can stop anytime you want. So if you'd like no, to No, it's stop. okay. No, so, it's okay. Come on. It's so let's both okay. of us cry, Dr. Nas. It's your uh -huh. time too. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness we're off camera today. Uh, Max, you were diagnosed at the age of 24. You had a surgery. You went through chemo, radiation, medication. How many years did it continue? Uh, it was four years. Um, <clears throat> Four years continue, and after four year, uh, after four years, uh, it's the stage four in the last stage. It it gives me, you know metastas. Yes. Uh, until my hand. Yes. Until my hand from my chest until my hand bigger and stage of four, four they allow me to do surgery. Uh, finally and. And stage of four, I did uh, uh, surgery in my country. I came back to my country. I did surgery. They removed the lamp and everything. They cleaned it. Amazing doctors in my country. It's I I, I was shocked. It's, it's they did beautiful surgery, and even at home, I didn't tell my mom. She, I said like, "Mom, I will get just go to a hospital. I will just remove some small limp and I will come back. Okay, don't worry, I'm okay and everything is okay." On that time, doctor said like, "You need to tell your family because we need the, their signs. Without their signs, I can't do. Uh, we can't do surgery." And that time, I told my wife after four years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And what, 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 what was the reaction? Yeah, reaction was <laughs> so crazy, of course. And she started crying, like, why you didn't tell me before? But, you know, uh, after that situation, she trusted me even more than before. If, if before she said, like, what's going on with you? Maybe if you find someone else, just let me know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go from your life, blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> this kind of thing. <laughs> And after the situation, she trusted me even more than before. And um, she said, like, okay, even if if you you think about us and you did everything, this, I know you true. I, I don't know what you tr passed by, like, which kind of situation. But right now, I'm sure if you're thinking about us more than your life, your best husband, and she stopped crying and she's, start helping me true by my wife uh, and my family after that uh, everybody already start knowing that slowly slowly my mom my dad you know through by their help and everything slowly and everything gets better and better and better i become mr dubai i start having my own company after that i start having my first my biggest business and money and life completely changed you know so hold on a minute, can we can't, we can't gloss over life. that. You, you've just casually dropped in that you, you became Mr. Divide. Can we, can we not hear the backstory to that? <laughs> yeah, okay. I will tell you. Uh, after the situation, 
still I have a slow a little bit treat more treatments uh, for treatments I when I'm I go back to Dubai after surgery a little bit time after I go back to Dubai and I have to go to uh, hospital one of my friends she helped me to bring bring me to the hospital and I I told her all the situation she she didn't stop crying and she said like okay um, one of my friends she's working in Halich Times it's okay if I will tell her she's gonna post about it I was like okay I don't mind and if why it's it's why you, you it's a crazy story you don't have to uh, they don't have to put somewhere she said like no your story maybe can help someone to to uh, fight you know um, I said yes actually it's right and she po- she she told her friend oh my god it was crazy actually <laughs> they called to uzbekistan to my hospital without my uh respond and it it was not right but it's okay because it they wanted to help people so that's why they did it i said like okay um first time they posted on halich times and they called me back and they said we wanted to do this uh, about your life and it's okay we we're gonna put your name i said like no and they put max fardan on that time and and they wanted to make a video um like a, a short video story about me uh they did it uh, different kind of magazines and uh newspapers start posting it and after that uh Sheikh of Abu Dhabi heard about this story and uh, uh, my my one one uh, hospital they asked me to bring me to Abu Dhabi to do that event and they want me to speech speak on on that event in Palace of uh, Abu Dhabi in front of Sheikh I said like okay and I I said like, but my English is bad. Like I I don't know how to do that. They said like it's okay. It doesn't matter. Just do it, whatever. How how however, just do it. And I did it. Uh, it was crazy cool. Sheikh was also like, uh, he feel he. I was I saw that he's crying also a little bit, and he was happy, and he said thank you for coming and working here I, I'm happy to people are working like you here and he gave me gift uh, as a book book gift yeah and uh, after that situation one of my friends even when I came back to Dubai one of my friends he's uh, he said like you don't want to join Mr. Dubai because uh because you by you pass by a lot of things and it will be cool if people were gonna see that I said like okay, um, but I'm not enough handsome and you know not enough good-looking guy for for this kind of project. Uh, he said, "Come on, just try yourself, just try." I said like okay, and I tried, and and I I was first person from my country who was trying this kind of uh, pageant, and I won, and I become Mister Dubai 2019, and three years after that. Uh, 2021, 22, uh, tw- no, 21, 20, I was uh, Mr. Dubai three years. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. of pandemic also, <laughs> I was three years. But on before that, uh, I I don't know, maybe God helped me to 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 do something because 
because of this situation, I become slowly like a small blogger or something. How to say that? Blogger? Yes, blogger. Yeah. Influencer. Yes, yes. So, yeah. Uh, and I start working on it. I start selling some small stuff, uh, perfumes or something. Uh, and one day I uh, one event, one, uh, one big shake. They asked me to... Uh, oh, you are doing blogging as well. Okay, uh, I have a apartment uh, building when I build, so you don't want to try to um, do some videos there. Maybe you can sell if you will sell. I'm gonna give you some good uh, commission. I was like, okay, cool, and uh, I did that video and I posted that video, and first time in my life. Uh, I, I, I was thinking at least I, if I will sell one apartment, it's a million and 5% from that, like if uh, 5% already 50,000, oh my God, it did good money. And I was not expecting, but I sold whole building, 50 floor building. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was my first big yeah it was crazy yes maybe i'm telling you maybe god god helped me to to be someone maybe no <laughs> yeah. max um like max what what we want to say here is sorry um you are what a human should be you define what we all humans uh unfortunately we work towards it all our life but die without doing it and you have been doing it from such a young age uh, and that is um beyond a mr dubai it's it's a mr universe oh. as a human you know Thank and you. uh with regards to your look i as a woman have to say you are sexy you have a sexy oh. body <laughs> You have a gorgeous <laughs> voice and an accent, so there's no doubt on that, okay? Thank um, you. And I, I, I would love to just ask one question with regards to um, breast cancer and, and, of course, Mr. Universe, um, your title. So with breast cancer, over the time of treatments, did anyone speak to you regarding nutrition, fitness what you need to do did anyone guide you or did you do it yourself uh you know it's also a really important question uh if i told myself that three days i don't eat anything i don't drink anything and i was nearly died because of myself i did it through to myself like that so that's why i said it was 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, 10 years ago. Like after half year when I came to Dubai, right? And this has happened with me. And I said, like, come on, you did to yourself. And if something happened with me, what my family can do after me? I said, like, you need to change something. You need to change your way to, to if you want to live in this world. And I said, like, okay, let's do it. And I start eating something slowly, slowly. Um, and I start spending for myself a little bit money, little bit money more. And I start going to gym. On that time, can you imagine? I, I was around 60 kg, 62 kg maybe. Uh, right now, I'm uh, almost 90. 
87 like that yeah i i i lose like i lose weight and i start gain weight slowly slowly very slow maybe after again like a half year even i'm sick even i'm sick i i was already 92 or 93 kg and i don't stop going to gym even i feel bad i feel throw up i feel like pain in my body it's 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 crazy feelings of course because uh, after chemo that that thing it's it's it was it was not uh, not happy feeling of course <laughs> i but, know of course yeah yeah <laughs> but um i'm telling to myself if you're going to give up your family will give up so you don't have a choice you have to do it you have to be happy you have to do it you have to be happy because when i'm happy even my doctor said if you want to leave leave you're living right now you're not not dying right now leave so i i use i use that words yes i'm living i don't want to die and come on sickness not means your life is gone or your life is stopped maybe my new life will begin if i'm going to I'm going to start working on it and I don't I don't have a choice to give up. I have a family. I need to work on it. I need to do it. And I'm I'm life. God give my life not not just like that. It's it's gift for me. I don't have I don't have a choice. I don't have a um, I'm not that person I can just use my life for nothing and I'm just die. I will be dead. No, I said like I'm going to I'm going to work on it. and i start doing everything i start doing videos even to myself like like uh you know uh in instagram videos mm-hmm. and you know instagram become my friend also and like it, because because my country people there start watching me and they said like oh wow he has a good life you know for for i think you know also that if you're in another country bigger country than yours you you think my country is also very big now it's very fast up um, growing country in the world and on that time i used to think that country is better than my country i need to work on work in that country so maybe i can make more money right and my country people are also a lot of people are thinking like this way and they're start thinking if i'm going to go this country and i w- i'm going to work in this country i'm going to make more more things no it doesn't matter where you are doesn't matter who you are you need to just try your best to do something because your life is already a gift so use that life for something don't use your life for fight for fight some with someone for to do some crazy things because we don't know how much life we have this kind of beautiful life so i start enjoying my every second of my life i start enjoying i start enjoying my life and yeah and i feel that everything changed after that so max uh like i said you are a hollywood movie you are a uh, bestseller book <laughs> I think this conversation can never end and what we would like to do and we are uh you know 
there's no words to describe our gratitude uh, for your time that you've given us, the story, um, how much you've taught us and our listeners. Um, they will have tears of joy. My, my tears were of joy, of celebration with you today. And uh, that's what it meant. And I think, um, it, it, I think you're the first influencer I love, I like, I appreciate, I respect, to be very honest with all the influencers. And you're an influencer of life. Um, so, you know, there's so much you have to offer. And uh, we're so glad that we're a part Thank of your you. journey, Max. Thank and, you. And, um, you know, I know we didn't get time to go into your fashion design and your label but you are coming as our guest to Dubai very soon yes and, yeah and we are so excited to host you as Wellevate Life team and uh, and be a part of your journey and uh, more excited to give you a personal hug thank so, you <laughs> uh, with that note Dr. Nas and myself um you know, with, with joyful, beautiful tears. You've made our my day. Thank you, Max, for your time. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in Dubai very thank soon. You. No, indeed. No, thank you, Max. Yeah, absolute inspiration. Thank you so, so many, much. So many strings to your bow. I mean, I'm, I'm just waiting for you to turn into this motivational speaker, <laughs> life coach. Uh, yeah, very, very impressed and uh, you know, very happy for what you've achieved and really look forward to seeing you in Dubai. Thank you so much, guys. I'm I'm really I I really appreciate that what you are doing, guys, also for people because, and it, and it's it means a lot to me also because if I can help with something to change some lives to better way, I will be happy, and I'm happy you doing that to you doing that, uh, which is can help a lot of a lot of people. People are thinking I'm sick and I I I will be dead. No. And you are giving hope. An important thing is hope. Thank you so much. You are trying your best to do something at least to change lives. For you guys, you are doing. You are amazing. And thank you so much to to doing that also. And I hope to see you soon, guys. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Absolutely, Mr. Maruf Max Verdan. Thank you so much for your time, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Have a lovely. Thank day. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, folks, that's the end of the show. And we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, for more tips on how to elevate your life, you can reach out to us at wellevate.life.